This is an Adventures in Middle-Earth actual play using Fantasy Grounds. You can find session summaries, items and characters on Obsidian Portal, or our campaign is called In the Shadows of the Mountains. You can cross-reference this episode as 2947 Third Age, Kinstrife and Grim Tidings, Episode 3. You'll find links to that and our other forms of media for our sessions, as well as an index of this episode in the description. Apologies as well, there seems to be a slight bit of echo on one person's mic, which we'll hopefully sort out next time. It doesn't happen a lot, but it might be slightly distracting. Previously on, the trail of the fugitive Bjorning Odoric has led the party to the hamlet of Stonyford. After an initial frosty reception, the Fellowship feasted with the locals, who imparted a number of rumours around the circumstances of the killing. It seems a skilled warrior may have fled west to the bandit-infested Wolfwood. Okay, I'll fast forward to the morning. Yep. Um, if you're thinking about heading heading back, so Ava, let's just see what the weather. Let's see what the weather's doing, shall we? That's your yes, your favourite bit, John. It is. I've got I've got a weather generator. I'm damned if I'm not going to use it. Use it next day. Just for role playing purposes, Hathis will stay up with a pipe for long bottom leaf and sit there wrapped in contemplation, scratching his dog's head and just thinking about it all. Won't come to any okay. massive conclusions, but that's what he would do. He'd ponder it into the small hours. The rain uh, definitely slows down in the morning. It's still raining, but it's lighter. The, it's, you actually hear that's some birds. That's still raining. A little bit of rain. Um, there's still some uh, birds chirping, and they're, they're kind of shaking the feathers and coming out. And as, as you're uh, putting the fire out after. Uh, cooking some basic breakfast. Uh, you're still pretty full from the venison you ate last night, but you see Ava coming over to towards you. Hello, group. What, uh, <laughs> what's a, what the foot this morning? No, she, she wouldn't be speaking that accent, but uh, I'm not good with accents. We're going to have to leave you. Have to carry on the trail of, the, of, of your fugitive. It's a very tangled web. I think Bjorn may be able to unpick it. Uh, we need to find... Odric. Yeah. Okay, understood. Um, we think he may have gone west. If he did, is there anywhere to go to the west of the river? Yeah, so she kind of tells you, she knows it well. Well, it's wild out there. Um, Wolfwood, maybe. Dangerous place. Could be wolves, bandits in there. Uh, further south, there is that's Swampy. Bunch of fishers and no, no, no and one will, yeah, no one will, no one will follow him in there if he's trying to escape. North gets more populous, especially as you get up to the, uh, the forest road. That's well travelled. So I don't know. He may have gone there, maybe trying to blend in. And can he survive well enough out in these wilds? Do you think is he enough of enough of a hunter and enough of a outdoorsman? Oh yeah. I, I mean, know he's we, good with swords, but you know, she looks quite proud. Um, yeah, we all are. That's what we thought. Well, I have to thank you for your hospitality. Last night was most enjoyable, most helped, and made us feel very welcome. You're welcome, and um, good luck with your quest. Let us know what what you find. It'd be nice to put everyone's minds at rest about what really happened. If you ever get into the Carrick, we'll do our very best. She wishes you well. Do you need, you said you're heading west, do you need uh, transport across the river? She looks at you all, you don't look like swimmers to me. <laughs> that would be helpful. What do you think, people? Well, 
What about Oderick? I mean, if he was going across there, is he going to be able to get hold of a boat? Or is there a ford nearby? She clicks her fingers and says, Oh, yeah. Um, here we go. The Toilers, they, they, they had a boat stolen two or three nights ago. Oh, okay. Could have gone across on that. Brent, I went and thanks for, tell us where... thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> and can she oh, tell us whereabouts? Time. Is there anything else that <laughs> possibly? Sorry, but Mary gone. Yeah, Sorry. can she tell us whereabouts the the, the, the people had their uh, yeah the toilets had their boats stolen from? Yeah, so all of the they're one of the the people who are fishermen. Um, and she points you down to there's only one wharf there, and there's about six boats bobbing there. There's clearly space for a few more people who are obviously out on the river already. And you see some a uh, couple of ladies working on nets under an awning um, on the on the bank next to it as well. Let's go and find out about this missing boat. Maybe they saw something. Maybe they heard something. When was it gone? Have they found it since? Aye. Uh, okay. So you go across there, and um, the couple of ladies looks up and says, um, "Oh, uh, hello there." Um, they kind of smile up at you. And, what are you off to today? Were these people that were at the the do last night? Yeah. So the, the women were sitting around. Um, that's fine. One it's of just... the women was sitting with Amal Frieda. Um, yeah, the yeah. Other, the other woman broken, like yeah. Ice is broken rather than anything yeah. else. So we don't have to explain what we're doing. All that. Okay. We hear you had a. a a boat stolen two or three days ago. Can you tell us any more about that? And have you found it? Yes, the woman you don't know, or Amalfrida didn't really talk to. You didn't really took, get a talk to her last night. Looks up and said, so, "You know, they know who we are." And she looks a right old busybody, and she kind of says, "I did. Me and my husband, our boat was t- took. Never, never got it back. That's why I'm mending these darn nets. We're going to be penniless if we don't get that boat back soon." Hmm. And do you know when it went missing? Oh, three days ago. There at night. My husband's a great knot smith. He tied the safest knots on the river. Couldn't have come loose. Gone in the morning, though. And the oars. <laughs> Spoke no way, RS. <laughs> Couple of oars. <laughs> I mean, we have worked. <laughs> That's some mysterious things. If, so we if you get... find it, though... If you find it, and there will be no, no one, unless they know the river well, rowing upstream from here. But if you find it, you bring it back to me, right? Of course. It's your boat. She goes into great detail lot. describing it, it into the nth degree of which you tune most of it out. It basically sounds like a rowing boat. Yeah. Is it wood, red, blue, uh, or yeah, wood coloured? Yeah. yeah. You, you make a few cursory notes in a, in a book. Just and that's to keep it happy. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Okay. Now we need to get across the river. Is there anyone we could ask to row us across? There is indeed. And so the other woman who was talking to Amalfried says, I'll go and get my jack. He'll row you across. And she leaves five, ten minutes later, comes back with a guy rubbing sleep out of his eyes. Um, I don't know, only about eight, nine in the morning. And uh, he says, uh, my love says you want to go across the river. That's OK. Um, oh, buggy, you got, you got, you got a pony. <laughs> He comes back after five minutes, gets another guy who's got a bigger boat, and they, uh, after some discussion, work out that they can get you all across in the two boats. Um, you have to hobble the horse, so they're not that keen to get a horse across, but you manage to persuade them. And 30, 40 minutes later, you're setting off across stream, 
Currents, it's a big river. Uh, takes like 20 minutes to row across. Current takes you quite a way downstream. Um, it's fairly fast flowing. So you're not experts, but looking at how fast the current's going, very, very difficult to row upstream. So you probably end up about a mile downstream. Um, they they uh, let you off. You get off disembark easily and you you kind of start climbing the bank the other side, um, which is pretty easy going. And you see them actually pulling the boats on long lengths of rope, but tenders going upstream. It's clear that they need to go a couple of miles up to get back across the river. Well, thank them most profusely because that is kind of them. It saves us an effort. So chances are, I would guess, Odric hasn't rowed upstream from here. He's probably gone. He could go a long way quite quickly, couldn't he? That current. Yeah. yeah. It'd be great to find that boat because that will show us where he's crossed to. So my default would probably be to walk down this, the the riverbank until we find the boat, if we can, or find any tracks. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's a great idea. So see how far we can get up a bit and then just keep a good eye out because you'll have to drag the boat up. Might have tried to hide mm. it. Depends, really. Yeah. So where will be your main destination? You've got a couple of most obvious ones, based, but basically west and south of the of the of their village. But um, where where are you planning to head? I guess I would, if it were me, I'd probably go south down the river looking boat. Yeah. Um, if at some point we have to knock that on the head, I guess be scale of map. Hang on, I could do that by mood. Yes, couldn't I? Okay, 50, oh, 50 miles, bloody it. Um, we either time out and go across to Wolf Woods or whatever it's called, or we keep going until we hit them. And obviously, if we, as soon as we find the boat, if the boat the, the, we sort of react to that and the plan changes. If we don't find the boat at all and no sign of him, do we peel off for the Wolf Wood or do we keep going to the marshes and see if the fish are there? met if seen or heard anything go by well, the, the good thing is it's if you're physically tracking someone the ground is soft it's been raining a lot yeah. so there would be should, obvious prints it's just you yeah. have you don't know where those yeah, we would need to latch on to that and if we latch onto it then we stick with it we need to find it first so we cut across going down the siblings boat see some uh footprints etc and find a passage and ask anyone we meet have you seen this man Okay, so broadly speaking, track the river, looking for a boat over a period of time. Uh, were, you in, were you aiming for eventually the Wolfswood or the marshes, the Gladden Fields? What area are you heading for? Or just adjust <laughs> depending on what you see? Yeah, I'm thinking, as, as Chris is saying, maybe just keep on heading south along the west bank of the river looking for anything, any tracks, any boat markings at the actual boat itself, and maybe go down yeah. as far as the the fishing huts on stilts in that marshy area just uh just above that yeah. island by the east indian and in vales uh label on the map yeah yeah makes sense east all indian right vales. yeah okay good stuff so um who is your scout i think it was you it was sigma not scout sorry journey task who is your guide Okay, so yeah, it's so it's, give me an embarkation roll, which is a D twelve. So oh, yeah. add half your wisdom modifier. 
And so that's your survival modifier. Two. So survival plus half your wisdom. So this plus, okay, this plus two, yeah? On a D12. Yeah, yeah hang on a sec. And there is a, because if it's it's fairly wild area going into is a peril rating of two, so subtract two from that. So you need to actually basically adjust all of that and write it in the modifier box bottom left before you roll the dice. Well, so survival. Half my wisdom is plus two. The peril rating is minus two, so they just evaporate. So my survival bonus is plus six. And it's okay, just so on just a plus six D12 on a D12. Yeah, so just add six in the modifier box. Just write six in there and then roll the D12. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> okay. <That happens. laughs> well, you find him bobbing in the water with a boat and a... <laughs> you get this. Twelve orcs. Okay, so that's given me a modifier to... Okay, that's good. Um, after about half a day, maybe less than that, two, three hours, um, Sigma, give me a scouting, either perception or survival check uh, or investigation. You're clearly looking, but you're the, you're the lead scout here, so that's your task, really. Survival investigation. Oh, Yes. Sigmar is picking his nose and uh, uh, is actually looking inland too far. Who else, who else have you got? He's looking into the middle distance, pondering all the things with Monin and Hathus give me... No, I'm afraid just looking out for food, really. Okay. So Monin and Hathus, give me a your best check at because you're not really focused on this, but at minus two, either one of those again, so per perception, survival, or investigation at minus two to see if you spot anything. Perception plus four, survival plus six. Um, do, do this in the tower, actually. I should have asked Neil to do that in the tower as well. So minus two, yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, investigation. Whee! Okay. Monin, you, surprisingly, given your, your perception, but you um, you do come across a boat. Um, it's my four master. Just <laughs> fall into it. It's, it's, it's less of a boat. It's a, a two hundred foot long super yacht. You <laughs> oh, um, it, it's a small coracle. It's exactly as the the woman described, and it's a seven several miles downstream, probably four or five miles downstream. So we had to, went, went a bit of a way from where he crossed, not just from the current. It was fairly uh, fairly easy to see, and there is a a set of footprints going kind of west, southwestish from the boat. It was fairly well hidden, which is probably why Sigmar didn't spot it, but he didn't spend, didn't like sink it or anything. So it was not, not that well thought through about if what happens if someone finds it. Well, we have promised to let them know. So let's drop her an email, tell her where it can be found. She can come and collect it and we'll crack on. Okay. <laughs> So you're heading back up to inform her, yeah? That would take about no. the rest. No, no. Re rest of the thing. <laughs> no. Do you say by email? Sure? Uh, okay. No, let's follow the path. Follow the trail. All right. Now, if we, when we, if we do meet Odoric and he resists coming with us or won't want to come with us and we, we don't really want to fight him, can we make up some kind of excuse about Brynhild? To make him actually want to go back to see her. I don't know what we can say, but you can maybe think about something there. Mm -hmm. She's sick or something. 
Oh, are you going to disobey Bjorn's express instructions? No, this is just to get him to come with and trust us. Then we'll smack him over the head, truss him up like a turkey, and take him back up. <laughs> <laughs> we still want to get a fight with a super trained expert swordsman called Inego Montoya, who has practiced all his life. Exactly. Cool. All right, so um, you actually find the trail relatively easy to follow. It's wet and damp. He wasn't making much effort to to hide. As you set off, you get. Let me just see this. We come up with a cover story that maybe we're hunting bandits. Wasn't his parents killed by bandits? Maybe you can say that bandits killed one of our band and we're looking for vengeance. Would he like to join us? And then when he falls asleep, we can truss him up. Might be a aforementioned turkey, yeah. Or we say something like, you know, Brunhilde and Helmgut are fighting every night now and she's getting more miserable. I might want but... Lester to come with us, though, I'm just thinking, because he won't be able to protect her. Uh, okay, yeah. Right, so you're tracking, but you will get some things may well happen during your during your track um, towards the woods. And it seems to be heading. Uh, you can see the low lying ground is rising in the distance, uh, with and it's heavily wood, and you're assuming that's where the wolf woods are. So, so uh, you get this at plus two from your embarkation roll, which is good. So, Amalfrida, uh, after a day, spots signs of a track left by some sort of game likely far better than your dried rations that you're traveling with you're you've got enough food but your your mouth waters at the prospect of decent decent meat what do you want to do do you want to try and hunt it or do you want to just carry on on your goal hunter i think yeah decent food would make a change from the sure we'll make short work of it okay give me a sorry this doesn't so this is really funny. You see some signs of tracks, and then the next bullet point is you spot a huge silver salmon. How <laughs> <laughs> they're living tracks. <laughs> so you, you find what you find a very uh, 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 tributary to the to the Anduin, where it looks like there was salmon spawning, and there is salmon leaping up this uh, up this rocky face. So uh, give me a survival check. I think Amalfried is a hunter, Neil, for her, and let me know. Uh, do that in the town. Sorry, what's which? Uh, yeah. Oh no, do it in the open. This is a survival check to see if you can catch a salmon. For Amalfrida. This is for Amalfrida. Nicely done. So you quite confidently and quite patiently wade out into the shallows on this rocky area where the fish are, are leaping and stay very still for a period of time. So after five, ten minutes or so, they start spawning past you again. And within no time, you manage to almost catch one of these wriggly bastards out of the air and throw it onto the bank. It's big. It's uh, kind of a two-foot salmon, and you're going to eat very well tonight. So, well done. During that day, I don't think any of you have exhaustion um, because you rolled well on the the embarkation. But if you did, that would be removed. But you are going to get a bonus on your arrival roll from that. Your spirits are are buoyed, and you have beautiful, fresh salmon for dinner. All right. One other, last one. No, not, not yet. So next day, you travel after a belly full of salmon, uh, following this trail again. Um, for Sigmar, give me another either perception, survival, or investigation check as you're searching for more clues. Nice. Okay. Very close to where you camped, strangely, probably only half a mile away, you come across a signs of a camp. It's between the river and the wood, probably still 20, 25 miles from the edge of the wood. And you find a broken shards of a 
what looked like an, a beyonding knife, Amal Frida tells you, in a sheltered dell where this campfire ashes are, are kind of drenched and wet, but it's it's kind of next to those. Should we take the shards discreetly with us? Well, there's a whole knife broken, or is it just part of the blade? So it looks like the bottom 80% of a knife blade is snapped, and then it's it looked quite probably, knowing this, it looked like maybe there was a defect in the iron or the steel, and it's shattered, snapped, and then shattered along its length way, so it's in it's in two or three shards, but they're, they've just been discarded okay. beside this old fire. Can we no signs it? of blood or anything like that. Can so, but it, it is a beyond weapon. Weapon. Yeah, was the murder weapon ever recovered? It was, yeah. It was, okay, so it's not like yeah. he's finally, he can't stand the sight of the knife that killed this chap and his head and smashed it and discarded it. Okay, in which case... We don't need to take it with us, I guess. It's a beyonding knife, you know that. Um, but yeah, you I mean, up to you if you want to take it, but yeah. No, it's just No, it's just it just confirms it. No, I'll leave it. It's just confirms it's the beyonding, I guess, that they're uh, stilty fishermen. Okay. So we found a campsite. So maybe does it look like a permanent base or just a temporary I've stopped here and then cracked on the next morning? Oh uh, not, not permanent at all. It was like like okay. like your cabin. So we can just keep keep following the tracks then? Yep, absolutely. In the general direction, does it look, does it look like it's heading towards the wood? Very, very much so, yeah. Yeah, we'll just keep following then, I guess. Okay, so as you're setting off on the third morning, you crest a rise and just look back over your shoulder and the, the sun is rising. It's a beautiful sunrise and you just see the huge majesty of the Anduin just stretching before you. Deep, wide and fast flowing, it's both invigorating and daunting. Everyone give me a either a wisdom check or an intelligence investigation check. Your choice to really kind of see if you can mull over the beauty of the vista to see how it affects you. Does it buoy your spirits or does it intimidate you, basically? Wow. So Monin Hathis, you're, you're exhilarated by that. You see real positives in the strength of the river. And you get advantage on the next on the next check you make. However, Sigma, who rolled <laughs> that, to his and, and Amal Frida, who rolled that, um, <laughs> you, you rolled two ones, Neil. That was a, even by your standard, that was an absolute belt. You you feel almost fearful of the power of that thing, and it must be when you looked at it, cloud passed over the sun. It looks dark and foreboding. So you, unfortunately, for your next roll each for a check, you're going to get minus one. Sorry, um, rolls made a disadvantage. Look at that lovely river, isn't it? Magnificent, isn't it? Aye, oh, amazing. Look at it. It's <laughs> oh, <laughs> my bones, I tell you. <laughs> I could just see corpses floating down into the air. <laughs> yeah. of All right. So you, you decide everyone's going to be... Uh, very vigilantly searching for clues now you're, you're finding some you're pretty sure you're on the right trail beyondings yeah. don't typically come a lot of those far of the river uh, away from the river and as you uh probably you you reckon you're tomorrow you'll be there but it's late in the day everyone give me a perception check as you're searching or survival depending or investigation sorry depending on which is best but you're all looking for it very carefully now you're not hunting you're not doing anything else so we are advantage now because of the majesty of the river you are, and unfortunately, Sigma and Amalfrida are at disadvantage. I rolled twice. 
So investigation. Okay. Is this in the tower? Is it investigation, perception, yes. or what? Or survival. Yeah, I could have done that. I'll keep investigating. Strangely, Sigma is like down in the dumps, <laughs> and Hathus, who's kind of trying to buoy him up, you come across what looks like maybe signs of a fight. There is, you're kind of tracking the, the boot prints through a copse, nowhere near the woods yet. You're still about a day away from the wood, but it looks like there may have been some sort of sign of a fight here. Trampled gla- glass grasses, sorry, splinters hewn from a shield, maybe. It's definitely a painted pe- bits of wood and splinters from that in the grass. And what gives it away is a broken spear haft. And it speaks of a battle between one warrior and probably several others, more than one. Give me both of you a, an intelligence investigation check. This is Sigmar and Hathas. Uh, Sigmar and Hathas, yeah. So. Tower or not tower? Tower, and you, you're not a disadvantage anymore, uh, Neil. Okay, Sigmar. <laughs> Hathas completely disagrees with everything you're about to say. <laughs> Sigmar says, um, hmm. Look here, can you see this? The Yes, I'm sure. There's drag marks here. He was brave, he put up a put up a brave fight, but he was outnumbered and overwhelmed. Look, there's see that circle there where there's lots of footprints all in the same place? That must have been tying him up, I suspect there. Uh looks like he was bound and then dragged, and they probably started carrying him from this point. He kind of walks about five, ten yards, and the drag marks stop. And there is a tr- clear trail leaning slightly askance of where his original one was going, but heading off towards the Wolfwood from there. I disagree entirely. He clearly killed them all, hid the bodies, and now he's carrying on his merry way. He drank himself. (laughs) (laughs) Him and his five pixie friends. Right. And he's probably been attacked by bandits. We need to rescue him to then hand him over to the authorities. You spend the next, probably most of the day, travelling. It's pretty hard going. It's tough. There's boulders... Uh, rivulets are going through and it is the land is fairly swampy as you're going more, more to the south but you finally arrive near the eaves of the forest everyone just give me uh, an investigation check in the towers you, you kind of look around the edge of the forest to kind of get any more clues so Monin and Sigmar you strangely not Hathus <laughs> uh, but you spot some clear signs of life around the woods tracks in the mud trees have obviously been hacked down for firewood and sort of smaller branches left the larger ones dragged dragged deeper into the wood and you strangely sort of rec- recognize that you haven't really seen any new game in in the last several miles yeah so that's kind of what you gauge but it's, there is definitely a population or maybe a small one who are in and out of these edge of the woods on the eaves so Take of that what you will, but it's a really another, of our various uh, spider senses tingling. So I think we've got some forebodings, builds or abilities or something like that. Right. Yeah, who you're right? Who has that? I think, uh, all of us I think yeah, that. most of us. I've got it. I think Hamilton has. No, I'm not. I, I'm not one of you doomed to die people. Oh yeah, you're all convinced you're going to die, don't you? Yeah. So <laughs> uh, the things uh, I can usually tell whether all ends. Oh no, it's a yeah. Up to you. Let me just read it again. Uh, Doom to die. Not foreboding. Yeah, I mean, you get a sense that the footprints you saw are not orc. 
you don't get a sense that there is great evil in the woods and they seem to be human um, so you, you, you kind of don't get a massive sense of foreboding about going in here you don't think this will be a lot if you end your life is going to end as you go into these woods but like that positively upbeat for somebody who's been to Dunkton. <laughs> Absolutely. Today is not uh, the day. I like it. It will be a red day. <laughs> it won't be a red day today. So just kind of let me uh, let me know what you want to do. It is kind of mid-afternoon. It's You're right at the edge of a, the forest at the moment. So we may, we may have been spotted already then, depending on what kind of setup they've got. Hopefully it's pretty amateurish and they haven't got guards and a watch out, but we may have been spotted already. Mm. They, may, they may come to us so we just almost need to just work out a cover story of yeah definitely well we're nasty piece to work us on the run from the law but have we got anything on us which would give us away if they searched us we haven't got like sheriff's badges and no nothing orders and writs to, to... no yeah we gave that to bar didn't we sorry Bjorn we gave our stuff back mm. I certainly don't have anything anyway good that would be a so uh, presumably one of the four of us can claim to be or some of us can claim to be on the run outlaws yeah so the, um of, of anyone Hathas is the least likely looking outlaw amongst you um so sigma probably in rough order sigma yeah uh, I, um, and then amalfrida monin and monin is a because all dwarves are wealthy he's got the kind of arms and armor that Ballots would kill for quite literally. Yes, um, <laughs> if they could wear it. If they could wear, if it was big enough for them. Uh, and Hathas just doesn't just too, look too like a bad. <laughs> yeah. How about Hathas is a disgraced merchant and he's hired some muscle to get him away from it, and we've come this way maybe to hang out with more. Yeah, uh, complicated embezzlement scheme where I was ripping off quite a lot of high-powered people in my in my town in Dale. That could work. Maybe one of us, like Neil, possibly is the the, the kingpin. Uh, maybe you're the accounts person, the um, the bookkeeper. <laughs> oh, I'm going to bring down Al Capone. I've got the ledgers. <laughs> or could we be? Could we say we? You know, we're thinking of doing a job, and we want to hire some hire some people from out of town. Well, you can yeah, have that any and all of this. Do. We better decide on one of them <laughs> fairly quickly. <laughs> so the live, hopefully, is something closer to the truth I'd, I'd rather we pretended that some of us were on the run rather than looking mm -hmm. to hire because that's going to yep, say well, who are you going to attack or rob and where and when and yeah, don't know yeah. could, no. could create more more questions mm -hmm. okay okay so outskirts of the wood heading just straight like towards the center roughly from where you're assuming the center is mm -hmm. um and what precautions are you taking well, I guess we want them to find us. We don't want them to butcher us out of hand, although obviously... Why do you want them to find you? Just, yeah, I don't... Well, just, I've got nice uh, metal armour I don't want them stripping me off. Um, I'm thinking, if they've been clearing the wood here, does it look like there's any recent clearing of the wood? Like, how is it? how seasons of the wood look? Yeah, good question. So um, there is definitely paths going from some of the woodfall into the uh into the woods and they seem to be fairly consistent it looks like actually probably a team of oxen or something maybe even like dragged trees that way so you would easily be able to follow that i think we've got a couple of things either just follow the tracks or we could wait and if they're gonna if we know they're gonna come back here now obviously i don't know how often they do this but then we could then get an idea of 
what numbers if we need to we could take the people out within their numbers mm-hmm. a little bit get a bit of intelligence and see that kind of stuff or just follow them and be super sneaky which is obviously not going to be me <laughs> I can observe them then I can give us some bonuses against them one of my new abilities That's got be, also, I think I'd, I'd rather find them than let them find us okay yeah I mean one thing how about uh, even someone like Sigmar um, who could even infiltrate them and we could be laid up somewhere, and then at some opportune moment, if he once he figures out kind of their vulnerabilities, move in again. Another thing to consider. Infiltrating by myself sounds a bit risky. Oh, it is. That's why I'm not I doing. Mean, it. Yeah, that's why we volunteered you. <laughs> oh, guys, I go, I go tactical. You've got some decent plans. Uh, so you, you've been basically following this rough trail. It peters out a little bit as, as it gets more stony the ground but you're you believe you're still heading in the right direction you end up on this tactical map here so when i'm just sharing it with you it's going to take a little time to load and it you are right at the top right hand corner if you it's quite a large map so you need to kind of scroll that direction okay i think i've got it by a bush you are by uh, in fact that's a big tree yes it's a lot of it's, it's a fairly sparsely populated area of forest you are heading roughly west-ish south southwest something like that potentially um that's where you're up to i'm assuming you're you're walking fairly quietly you're taking a few precautions here oh yeah absolutely the idea is not to be spotted if we can help it yeah okay cool if you go what i'll do is if you go into if you encounter anything or basically hear anything I will kind of flag it to you. I'm assuming you're kind of sneaking with yeah. probably moaning 30 feet behind you all, um, or the rest of you, with uh, with because of his heavy armor. Let's just discuss, uh, decide on the cover story for us in case we do meet somebody. So we're running away. What are we running from? Are we screwed up in a village or something? Who did we say sort of on, on the run? Is it Sigmar that we said? Maybe Sigmar uh, tried to steal something. And we're, failed, his com- or... we're his companions, and so we're all outlaws now. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So the, what's the nearest village is Stonyford. No, but Audric knows that too well, doesn't he? Yeah, how about we've got a fight with some halflings in a in a newly done pub, because we know the people in that place, and we had a fight. Yeah. Somebody okay. got hurt, somebody got stabbed or killed, and we legged itself. Yeah, okay, so we were, we were drinking in the pub, and it all kicked off. That old man has just got a hell of a temper on him. <laughs> I, wasn't, I didn't start it, but I sure as hell finished it. Yeah, we, we've all been blamed for it, and that's why we're, we're, we're all having to run, and we'll be, always feel like we're aggrieved, but that's our new life now, is a life on, on the run. Can't go back. And because Hathis is a woodman, we thought we'd come out here, a nice secluded place, didn't expect to meet anybody else. Okay, sounds good. So, um, kind of move... Actually, what I'll do... Uh, to move yourself up to, like normal typical movement and then i'll expand the view that you can see and just sort of do exactly move exactly where you want i don't think the tokens are locked so you're just kind of sneaking around i'm gonna bow out it's quite any good at or hewan any good at um scouting um not really on his own he's just like a pet he's not like a bonded animal or anything yes but he's not really uh he's not a super scout in terms of find them boy and you know he's not sort of Mountain rescue dog or a police dog? No, but I'm just thinking that being a dog, if, if anybody sees him approaching, they're not going to be alarmed. Where a human, they would be. 
I'm not getting confidence signals from our scout. <laughs> <laughs> so he does he have a decent sense of smell? Um, uh, hang on a sec. Yeah, his advantage on perception ability checks relying on hearing and smell. Mm -hmm. He's a really good scout. So you could send him. Can you control him? I know. I know you can. You sent taught him some stuff about helping yeah. protect. I think you. if I, I'm sure if I, to a degree, I don't think he's he hasn't really been trained for go and scout out and then come back. He might well <laughs> notice something before we do because he's a dog and so he's got really keen senses. Um, but I wouldn't want to send him too far on his own and then assume he will trot happily back and lassie style let us know but i would expect him to be you know if someone hiding behind that tree near moaning i would expect the dog to be aware of him near animal freedom i'd expect the dog to be aware of him because he would smell them so easily i mean if if you want to try and it'll be an animal handling check to get him to kind of do roughly what you want to do it wouldn't be exactly what you want to do but if you want him to go like 50 100 feet ahead Yep. Okay. Scenting, you can do that. Um, yes, we'll try that then. I don't mind him going so, a bit ahead. Yeah, but I don't expect him to, to scout the whole forest and then come back and draw some map. Okay, so give me an animal, animal handling check just to make sure he understands what you want him to do. In the tower or in the open? No, doing the open would be fun for other people to see how good you are at dog handling. So, well, I've rolled a three, but I've got a seven. He's got. Oh well, I'll get another one when I'm in town. <laughs> So you can hear, you can hear some snuffling and then a bark, a bark. <laughs> oh, I think he's found someone. Oh, let's head that so way just in case. Yeah, I'll, I'll start heading that way in case he's in a pickle because I'm slightly concerned. Okay. If uh, my bow's not strong, I'm, I'm making sure it's strong now and knock an arrow. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. Casually, casually get my bow and arrow out at the same time. So he's kind of going in like a bit of a... It looks like he's following a rabbit scent or something. He's kind of going around, and then he runs out, runs in under a tree uh, ah! where he's yeah, co cocks his leg up the tree and just kind of stays there. He looks okay. really pleased with himself. So. He's found a tree. Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> Come back here. Probably I'll try and get him back towards me. It'll turn out to be an ant. Yeah. <laughs> give me, give me another animal handling check to see if you can get him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got Sigmar's diet. <laughs> oh shit! Six this time. Come back! I can't shout too loudly. We'll just alert the whole forest to our presence. <laughs> As I say, he's not that well trained. So Sigmar, that area just almost already south of you is like um, fairly thick thicket of. Um, brambles, those kind of things. It looks pretty hard to get through, but it would be a good place to hide in. The, the trees are fairly big. They're uh, deciduous trees, um, pretty mature, but it's a fairly open forest. The uh, ground is covered in fairly low ground cover. It looks like there's obviously a lot of deer or something in here. It's it's fairly low. It's, not, it's fairly easy to walk through. And there are the odd small thicket of bushes and stuff dotted around as well. I'll creep slowly and as quietly as possible towards it. Like that. Yeah, so you can see some other trees around. You can kind of see up. You haven't seen where the dog's gone. Yeah, I'm sort of heading in his direction still because I don't want to don't want to don't want to lose him. So I'll be heading off in his direction to try and lure him back, John. Okay, move yourself. Uh, you can see yeah. where you can see at the moment. 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to circuit this suspicious-looking bramble thicket clockwise, uh, John. Okay. So move yourselves wherever you want to go. Still haven't seen your dog. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. I'll call him reasonably quietly, so I won't be shouting at the top of my voice, but Huan, Huan, come back. Yeah, he's he's still on the scent, just heading slightly that way, just ahead of the tree. So make another make another check. Another disappointing animal handling fault. Ah, oh, no, two. Benson. <laughs> 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 exactly. No. I think it's a comedy sketch. Uh, okay, he really ran fast that time. Oh. Uh, give me a, a perception check to see if you can kind of see where what happened or where he went. Oops, I should do it in the towel, but never mind. It's equally appalling, John. That was a four. We, we can see him, John. Uh, just, you, know. you can see. We can see. We see his. We can see his token. Right, yes. Yes. All right, he's cloaked now. I'll head in that direction. Well, I kind of gave the game away. I thought you couldn't see things uh, on on the mask area, but clearly you can. <laughs> yeah, we can see all the, we can see the skeletons and ghouls as well. What's, what's a bullrog? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry about them. I'm not quite sure of the, the rhythm to keep moving in. Yeah, I'm just wait, waiting for you all to kind of move. Sorry, I need to clear a bit more of this for you. Where's that pesky dog gone? John, have I heard anything suspicious in this ticket? Or was it just a thicket? <laughs> Give me a yeah. Give me a perception check. See if you notice anything. No, it, it seems like it's exactly the kind of noise you'd expect if there was a human walking around the thicket looking into it. I really quiet, and anything that would have been in there is really quiet. Whoa! Disappeared. Happens is in the dark. Quite sure what that means, but I think you went into a grey area that hadn't been. Oh, okay. It's a theological grey area. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Um, I, so just wait until I. Um, okay. Yep. Could be a cliff, guys. You don't want to go rushing over. Uh, I found another bramble bush, though. You can come and explore this one if you want. Okay, Hathis, you can hear in that kind of area mm-hmm. some kind of rooting around under like a, a series of bushes and stuff. Are you going into the bushes there, Sigma? Uh, well, it looks like there's a little sort of. Oh, it looks like there's a little sort of. I don't know, something. Okay, so you're going to just explore that a bit. Here into it. I'll head towards the rootling that I can hear. Yeah, it, it's just bushes, unfortunately. As you climb up there, you see you around again. Come here, boy. Come here. Oh, I, I can make him hostile. He's suddenly got all hostile. What? No, no. <laughs> he, he hasn't really. Okay. So give me an animal handling because you're close now. Uh, no, just give me a standard one. At some point, you're not going to roll. Yes, oh. look at that. Ah, the dog whistle's back to front. Come here. I should grab him by his, <laughs> his rope collar or whatever. I won't tell him off, but I'll be nice to him. Well done. That was good hunting. You found a bramble bush. Give me a... Him. You two give me a perception check. Monin and Hathis. Yeah, you got you got him back. That's good. I'll come rejoin the others. By preference. I'll stick by you. Good. Thank you very much. And I assume the dog's going to be too. So Sigma, but behind that tree that you're just coming up to, you can see the rest coming back. Oh, what's this you've discovered? The leaf. So just ahead of you. Ah, square thing. A wooden structure of some sort. It's um, So looking at it, 
Uh, but actually, there's no trees in the way. You saw that a little little bit before that. It, it looks about 20 foot high. It looks like a watchtower. It's fairly crudely made of um, old wood. It looks like it probably is, I don't know, 20, 30 years old. It's not being built by recent people here. But it does look like it's had some attempt to repair it fairly recently. Can I have a good listen? Okay, everyone who wants to listen, give me a perception check in the tower. Monan, you can hear faintly coming from roughly that kind of direction some it sounds like chat just rough voices in westron talking okay he'll pass it on quietly point that direction make the little universal chat noise with his hand okay what we're going to do i'm gonna lock the tokens we're going to go into so everyone roll initiative and we're going to go into initiative order okay starting there Amalfrida, you are really quick. There's some darn good initiatives there. So Amalfrida, you just hear Monin under his breath say, I can hear voices. You can take a double move if you want, or were you moving stealthily there, Amalfrida? No, I'll, do you want me to make a stealth roll? Yeah, so if, you, if basically you can move at half rate, but if that's a double move, that can still mean 30. But yeah, just give me a stealth check to see how stealthy you are. Yeah, not bad. You're fairly stealthy. Um, didn't really crack any obvious branches. Um, Okay, next up, Hathas. He'll do the same. He will try and quietly duck behind the watchtower, assuming there might be people over there. But he'll try and sneak his way across. Yeah, so those bushes there, um, oh, you have to oh, push your yeah. way through those if you want. You can do that, but that will make, probably make quite a lot of noise. No, no, no. That would be nonsensical. So he will change his plan. He will creep around the bushes to it's going to be about there i guess in, in okay. double move but double move but sneaky stealthy yeah yeah give me a stealth check okay yeah you're pretty quiet and oh. i would assume who want to move with you yeah yeah that's the ideal yep sigma you're up i guess i'm scouting for the back <laughs> So um, you can see, Monin, you can see through, uh, through and over those bushes that there is a, like an entrance into the watchtower in that corner. Okay. And by entrance, it's not even a door. It's like a doorway um, that will go in, goes into the inside. It's pretty crudely made, but that's where you'd go in. And let me just uh, unhide a bit more. Ah. Okay. Where's Sigmar going? I guess there to hide behind the tree trunk. Give me a stealth check. I'm assuming you're moving stealthily. Yeah, I'm to do so. I think you can move quite fast stealthily, can't you? Uh, uh, possibly. I don't know. I'm not sure. Where that well, I can dash as a bonus action, but whether or not you can dash in stealth, I don't know. Okay, that's fine. At the moment, you you seem to be pretty pretty stealthy. That strange thing to the southwest of Sigmar. Can we see that? And what is it? Looks like a yeah, that thing. A tree that's been chopped down by those things. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. A tree stump. I quite like this mapping set. This is, uh, I think it's called Two Minute Tabletop, but basically all these are little assets you can make maps with, which is quite neat. Oh, you made this um, map, did you, John? Yeah, it's really easy to do. It only took like 10 minutes. It's, it's quite neat. Wow, man. That's great. Stuart, you've got a challenge here. No, oh, no way. Yeah, yeah come on. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, that's really nice. <laughs> It's simple, which is kind of nice. Okay, so Juan's moved. I'll put Juan's initiative the same as yours, Hathis. Monin, you are next up. Okay, it's going to go 
stealthily but not very far and take it quite quite slowly see that he screws up he's not going to make too much noise and just get himself to here so like a 10, okay 10 give foot. Me, yeah give me a stealth check good luck <laughs> that's a disadvantage you as you get to the bush there this partridge just launches itself in a squawking <laughs> flurry of feathers and flaps off smashes into the tree branches to the northwest makes a hell of a din and then heads off towards the north and a, it was probably a couple a brace of them uh, and you get shocked and go whoa and sort of jump back a little bit <laughs> not the stealthiest you've ever been if i'm being honest moment so uh as you can see <laughs> yeah so it was pretty noisy everyone give me a perception check but what made the noise was the bird though not me right <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was. It, you were so stealthy, you crept right up on them. Just, it, how, how does how stealth supposed to work? If, if everybody has to make a stealth roll on a move, basically, that the chance of any group of people getting anywhere without correct a lot of noise is very low. So I, yeah, yeah I'm doing it. Um, it depends on if. It, yeah, it kind of depends. So there's a number of ways of doing this. I'm just doing this very tactfully at the moment. You can do it as a party, and if over 50% make it, they're all stealthy. Um, and so if I was doing longer movement, I'd probably do it that way. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, if you were on your own, you would I'd probably have you make one one stealth check. And another GM I, I play a game with, he basically has one stealth roll, and that's valid unless you start moving towards hostile creatures in which case you have to make another one so if you keep moving away or side onto them you don't need to make another stealth roll to kind of remain hidden well i mean how do you guys handle it i mean i'm i'm, ha I'm open to others I, I do take your point i mean it, it is um it's a tricky one i play and, uh, it that if um, I... dwarves have metal armor they get advantage oh, yeah, that's, that's understandable uh, yeah, it's very fair. Because the other thing I, I kind of like discussion on at some point, at the moment we've got a fumble system. I'm not sure if I use it in this game, but the, basically you get a chance to fumble every dice roll, which means if you're a 20th level fighter with like five attacks around, you've got five times more chance of fumbling than you do as a first level wizard, So, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So I was thinking about doing something that the chance reduces based on level or something at some point in the future, but... Okay, we'll take that offline because, but uh, yeah, I, okay. So you you are as stealthy as you are at the moment. Um, you, Monin and Frida, can you just jump in the uh, other audio Fresh chat order. in Discord? Discord, yeah. So Monin and Amalfrida. Hey guys. So yeah, you hear talking from the direction you heard it before, and then both of you hear fairly distinctly. What's that? Don't know. Where'd it come from? Uh, was it the tower? And so it looks like something's been alerted. Uh, your your uh, noise you made moaning has alerted them. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, we'll hop back to the other one. Yeah. Hey, guys. Um, How big is the bush? Can so they see me on the side of it? You Let me draw as, as accurate as possible what you can see. Hang on. So you can see a bit of an old campfire there past that tree. There's a big rock there that you can't see behind the noise you heard was coming from that kind of direction haven't seen it yet the bush in front of you is around maybe waist high slightly higher than waist high for a dwarf maybe almost chest high so you'd you'd need to drop prone to be un invisible behind it okay um so you heard this as well 
um, Amalfrida, despite mm -hmm. the distance you are, can't see much because the tower is in the way, unfortunately. Does it look like Brother Hathas has heard anything? Is he where? Where's he heading? Is he continuing to wrestle with his dog, or is he moving towards the tower? He's just. Could, he looks like. Yeah, it looks like he hasn't heard anything. All right, I'll try and get his attention, point at the tower, and put my finger to my lips, and then I'll circle that I'm going round, and I then want to head this way quietly. Okay. Uh, let me give you another stealth roll in the tower. Okay, so, yeah, Hathis, she's pretty quiet. You, you kind of see Sigmar standing by the tree trunk there. He didn't, didn't hear you come up with the looks of things. Let me share what you guys can see. You can see a little bit more. Okay, Hathis, you're up. Hathis will change direction then and will try and tiptoe to the cover of the tree as slowly and quietly, pretty much as you can. Give me a stealth, yeah. Yeah, done it. Yeah, you're really quiet. And hopefully, Hoan's um, waddling along Huen. with Huan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Huan heckles right on the back of his neck, and there's a he has a very low kind of growl in his throat. Yeah. Can I see what he's where he's looking, or which is he looking at the tower, or is he looking to the south, or he's looking that way? Oh, I'll try and quiet and calm him um sigma give me a perception check okay so i can't say anything or hear anything it's nothing's changed as far as i'm concerned right? no yeah you can't see so you're looking i mean don't need to move you're looking intently that kind of direction at the moment didn't see anything that seemed to be where huan and everyone else seems to be looking but you just haven't haven't heard or seen anything uh amalfrida moaning the conversation stopped that you heard Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sure it's quiet. I'm going to um, creep to there. Okay. Give me a stealth check. And that's quite low, so you need to kind of drop fairly prone to, when you're there if you want to be well hidden, unless you just want to stand up above the, above really the bushes. Okay. Yeah, you're really stealthy. You kind of crouch down, run quietly past the past the tree trunk and you get to the bushes and you're kind of just peering through the underbrush i'll give you a bit more view there's another tree down there there's another bush that way there's another tree there okay uh, anything else you uh, oh, you got your bow out I'll, you said yeah that's my move i guess i hold my action to anybody that i don't like the look of emerges in an aggressive manner i'll shoot okay that's moaning then <laughs> oh, sorry Moaning, you are now up. He's going to go into the, the tower, the watchtower. <laughs> are you crying? <laughs> Dwarven commando crawl into the watchtower. That's no, just going to walk in. Okay. Uh... <laughs> try and, uh, try and <laughs> stealth, <laughs> but if he can do it, it'll do it. Yeah, give me a stealth check just in case. Just in case he makes it. <laughs> <laughs> That is two two ones in a row now. That's uh okay. You as you go across that Excellent open lap, work, by the way. <laughs> as you go across the open ground there, Mona, you can see up to this far out. And there is two things you can see there. There and Ooh. there are 
two ill-favoured looking ruffians looking like they're looking towards the tower. Let's see if this guy spots you. He can't really miss it. <laughs> yeah. The one here points and says, Oi! Someone in the tower! Be careful! And then he makes a dash for down towards the south. You lose sight you lose sight of him, uh, Monin, as he kind of ran into the cover. But he's definitely, the game is afoot. Amalfrida, you, you heard that. You can see up that bush now there is a person, outlaw poor-fitting Sash, who was kind of stealthing up towards the tower and is looking towards, the, still looking towards the tower. I can see him. Do I think he's seen me? No, you're pretty confident he's seen or heard moaning, though, looking at where he's looking. Okay. Uh, I want to backtrack, go around the bush and get to there. Okay. Uh, and I'm still going to try and move quite if I can. Just a minute. Me. Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, you, stealth. it's pretty pretty dark and secluded under the trees. That's definitely going to give you an advantage. But as you come out from under the tree, you tread on a really loud uh, dry branch and it makes a big crack uh, just as you come out from underneath it. And you hear another voice muffled from your west. Athos. Oh, sorry. Do you want to ready an action? Um, or anything no, small? I'll, no, I'll, I'll just ready my weapon. Okay. Yeah. Hathus. I think Hathus might press himself to the trunk of the tree that he's standing under and uh, try and be look very small, try to try to hide there rather than anything else. Rather than okay. move for sure. Isn't yeah, I don't, you, if you're not moving, you don't need to make another high check. Uh, okay, yep. Who are neither. Okay, uh, any other actions? I guess he will read in action that if a, if a bow fight actually starts, he will join in, but he's not going to shoot the first person that moves or initiate combat. But if it all kicks off, then he will he will pitch in, but he's, that's not his plan to start anything. All right, sounds good. So you can see, I guess, Monin, you just got, you're kind of peering with your head around the corner. Poor Fitting Sash runs up to behind a, a rock and kind of looks like he uh, just ducks down out of sight from where you are, Sigmar. Well, if nobody's looked at me, I'm assuming that nobody's seen me, so I'm going to stay where I am and snipe any aggressors. Okay, so, oh, so, so just, uh, yeah, so it's just, uh, just apply the ready ready check. So basically, you've got a bow ready. That means. Uh, so what what is the triggering event? That you, so if someone attacks you, you're going to snipe them. Yeah, if you can see. Attacks that. us, any of us. Any of you. Okay, that's that's clear. No, no problem. From behind a tree, Monin, you can see in Sigma, this guy. He's kind of creeping forwards, fairly stealthily, but right in the open. He's quite quiet. But he looks like he's stealthing towards the tower, and he ends up in fairly well in the open. He's um, he's got a short bow. He's got an arrow. It's not drawn to his cheek or anything, but he's got it knocked, carrying it kind of around it at his waist, and he's looking to where Monin went into the tower, into that around that kind of corner. Next, somebody else creeps around the tree, and he disappears in view again behind that behind the boulders up there. In fact, actually. You can see maybe a little bit of that. Yeah, you can kind of see him. He's he's obviously trying to hide from what he assumes is that person in the tower. But you can see him behind that, trying to hide behind that boulder. Moaning. 
So what does the um, watchtower look like? Is it a solid structure? Can You can't see through it, so you couldn't see Amalfrida on one side. No, so it, it is, it's basically um, in the corners that are what look like basically barely finished tree trunks holding it up. It's fairly crudely made. Um, slatted, vertical slatted walls, and there is a ladder. So there's nothing in here. It's a dirt floor. You can sort of see droppings and stuff lying around on it it's pretty dim but there is light coming through the cracks and there is a ladder up obviously to the watchtower base itself climbing about 10 15 feet uh, right in front of you that's what that little symbol is yeah can i scramble up that as fast as possible yeah so give me uh no you can just move straight up there so move yourself up onto the tower wherever you want to want to go if that's okay so when you come up onto the onto the watchtower itself there is Balustrade, fairly well defensible, it looks like it is designed to protect versus missile fire. It's about chest high, but that's it. it, it there's no roof on it. It's just an open, it's it's a, a watchtower you suspect for watching. Uh, and you can see if you look towards the south and southeast, it's the forest drops away there and gives a quite good vantage over it. Um, so you suspect that's what it would have originally used for. Is there any lock on the door? The trap door. There is no door. There's no trap door. It just ah, literally right. just climbs straight up. Okay, he'll just get his bow out and just look down there and just. He's got time to shout something. Uh, yeah, if you want. And so let me let me. You can see down over the top of this rock now. So let me uh, unhide a little bit more of that as well. So only you can see the other one hiding. Poor fitting sash. The other guys can't. But um, actually, you can see a lot more than that. Oh, look at this viewpoint you have now. Uh oh. Okay, that's enough unhiding of stuff. Yeah, so just shut up. What do the three of you want? Who sent you? <laughs> nice, okay. So the, you can just see looking over, looking at the top, all three of the ones that you can see visibly right now, look up in your direction and kind of look at each other. And you see another one of these people jogging up from behind a tree at the far side and he he kind of standing behind a bush looking like he's pretty nervous getting ready to get in there and said uh who are you what you want did the hobbit send you <laughs> love it <laughs> what do you mean the hobbit send you send us i'll not go back you'll not take me alive i'll not go back there <laughs> <laughs> Paranoid about hobbits. What are you doing in our watchtower? That's my watchtower now. <laughs> Love it. And you can hear them. There's a couple of them. You can hear them like to the northwest. They're kind of swearing each other. It's a fucking dwarf. No, it isn't. No fucking dwarfs in the forest. They hate woods. Sure, it's not an elf. He's got like an elvish accent. <laughs> Obviously, I've never heard of an elf or a dwarf before. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll just leave it there at the moment. Yeah, that's where we're going to leave this episode. We'll deal with the rest of the interactions with the Vagabond Stroke Bandits next time. Thanks very much for watching, listening, subscribing, all that kind of stuff. If you look in the description, you can see our media types, how to get in contact with us. But other than that, thanks very much. Catch you next time. Cheers.